Welcome to the Partnership Economy. This podcast explores the power of partnerships through candid conversations with industry leaders. Join our hosts, Dave Yovano, CEO, and Todd Crawford, co-founder of Impact.com, as they unpack the future of partnerships as a lever for scale and an opportunity to put the consumer first. Welcome to the Partnership Economy Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Crawford, and I'm happy to welcome Tierra Ray Palmer to the show today as we close out season two. Tierra is currently the Director of Partnerships at Coupon Follow, a coupon site that works with thousands of brands helping them grow their businesses. As a result, Tierra brings a fascinating perspective on how couponing can be the final lift that encourages consumers to transact. Today, we'll dive into the importance of coupons, how Coupon and cashback sites are perceived in the partnership space, attribution, and much more. If you're wondering how the power of coupon sites can help increase customer loyalty, you won't want to miss this episode. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Tierra, Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you on. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited today. Um, you are the director of partnerships at Coupon Follow, and I always like to kind of level set every all the listeners to explain kind of your role and the team and the company, so everybody knows kind of where you're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. So Coupon Follow, we've been around since about 2009 or so, coupon based because you know we have coupon in our name, but we do uh, a lot of other stuff like cash back. We do some content a lot of newsletters. So we kind of have our fingers in a lot of different pies. Um, As for my role at Coupon Follow, I'm the director of partnerships. So my main goal is to make sure that the partners, the advertisers are happy with what we're doing at Coupon Follow to onboard new relationships and then to make sure that if there's some way we can optimize that partnership by putting a brand on the homepage or in newsletters or just giving them a little bit more visibility on site. Um, I kind of set that up for those brands. And uh, we have a team of four others on the team with me and they all help me kind of manage that. And then we also have a VP of partnerships as well, who really helps to make sure things go smoothly. Exciting, lots of moving pieces here to kind of unpack, I think today. I like to get into my typical questions. So the first is what's top of mind right now for you and your team? Yeah, so we're at a really uh, busy time of year. It's right in the beginning of Q4 uh, as we're recording this. And so Q4 is very much top of mind. Um, We've really been getting outreach on Q4 stuff since early in the year, maybe say Q2, which is very early for us even. Um, But Q4 is definitely at the height of kind of what we're doing right now and just where all of our thoughts are (laughs) at the moment. So making sure that the partners have a good experience on the site, that users have a good experience on the site, and really kind of ramping up for that major shopping period of the year. So looking at page quality, the user experience and the design of the site to make sure all the coupons work, uh, all that kind of backend stuff that I think customers don't really think about as much. We try to get that, you know, uh, out of the way first so that we have a smooth Q4 for the rest of the time. Yeah, I know user experience is a huge kind of uh, 
focus for a lot of companies and especially with you guys around just even um, with the different coupon codes, making sure they work. You, you mentioned that. How do you guys go about ensuring that you have the most up-to-date and valid codes on your site? I'm always interested in learning about that. Yeah, there's so many places where coupons come from. So, I mean, essentially there's, you know, say five different avenues where we kind of get those coupon codes from. Uh, the main is really through the affiliate network itself. So through an impact uh, newsletter or direct from the brands themselves through impact. And then we also get things from the advertiser's website. If they're running a very quick, you know, one day flash sale, we have a team who looks at the website to make sure that we're catching all of those deals and uh, putting them in front of the users who come to our site. And then we also look at any newsletters that the advertiser sends out, um, as well as uh, FMTC, which kind of looks at all of the places where these coupons come from, aggregates them, and spits them back out to us in a way that we can then rewrite for our site. And then the last place is kind of what started Coupon Follow, which is social media. So if they have some kind of special code that they're looking at, uh, for, you know, say Black Friday only, and it pops up on their social media. That's kind of how our site started. And so we still do look at that, uh, those avenues today, just to make sure that we're not missing a deal or anything like that. So I would say we get it from a lot of places. Uh, and then our team looks at it, tests the codes to make sure that they work. And then we also have certain merchants who have specific I would say rules as to how they want to manage their page on coupon follow. So for example, if they don't want us to pull anything from their social media, we take that into account as well. Yeah, that's uh, definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of moving pieces there trying to keep all those straight, but I know it really does make a difference from the consumer's experience when they can reliably find a valid code. That's really probably a key focus for you guys. Yeah, especially this time of year when there's so many discounts for everything, we want to make sure that we have them. And even if it's not, you know, coupon code based, if it's just like I said, a flash sale on, you know, one specific category for one day, we want to make sure that we catch that and make sure the consumer knows that that is the best deal they're going to get today. So how do you guys work with brands that maybe come to you and say, you know, we're trying to get away from being coupon driven, but we know you guys have a good source of customers. What are some of the strategies or responses you guys have around, around that issue? Yeah, we get that issue quite a bit, I would say. There's a lot of brands that don't see the quality, I guess, that they would, they would want to see from coupon sites. And that's kind of an industry issue that a lot of sites like ours face. Um, so really, we try to do as much as we can within coupons, but then other savings tools as well. So like I said, we have cash back. So if a merchant for some reason doesn't want to be part of the actual coupon space, they can still participate in cash back and give the user money back that way. Um, We can also do some content sends where we'll talk to media partners that we work with and try to get them uh, visibility on, you know, some big news sites for whatever offers that they're running. Um, so we really try to do as many, (laughs) put our hands in as many pies as we can. Um, so if an advertiser doesn't want to work one way, we can give them three other ways that they, you know, can try to work with us so that we can make it work for them. 
and make sure that the consumer in the end has the the best possible savings that they can on our site. Yeah, and I think I think the concept of not wanting to use a coupon, there's still a lot of, you know, I guess, quote unquote, offers that brands maybe don't always associate with. You have to have a coupon code. I mean, just the fact that they offer free shipping on orders over $50 or maybe there's some, you know, buy one, get one free or gift with purchase or just other kind of, I guess, benefits that can be highlighted that can uh, entice the consumer to respond as well. I think I've seen a lot of brands that don't really think that way because they just think it has to have a code that goes in a box, right? Yeah, I completely agree. And I mean, I think consumers are pretty savvy. So if you do have a coupon box at checkout, they're obviously going to know that you have coupons, so they're going to go looking for them. Um, but on the flip side, if they see a buy one, get one free deal, and you know if they're pretty familiar with your site, they've never seen you offer that before, that's a huge incentive for somebody to purchase. Free shipping, especially this time of year, is another really big incentive. So yeah, I would say if a brand is kind of worried that, oh, hey, we don't have coupons, but we still want to participate in that space or get in front of coupon follow customers, there's plenty of ways to do that, like you said, with a non-coded offer as well. Yeah, and I think the other thing I think is pretty smart is when brands are kind of shy about coupons is say, you know, well, use coupons that are to, designed to drive AOV up, right? So you get no discount up to $75, but if you spend more than 75, you maybe get 5%. If you spend more than $100, you get 10%. And you kind of have that tier to drive more value and even with free shipping, I, I think the smartest, um, maybe it's their e-commerce platform, but I've seen where I've got stuff in the cart and at the top of the cart, it says you're $13 away from free <laughs> shipping, right? Like yes. it's, it's counting down the dollars as opposed to I'm supposed to know that I need to have, you know, 50 or $75 in the cart and just start checking out. And then I see that I'm getting charged shipping because I didn't put enough in. So I think those are also really smart um, kind of triggers to... Because I think most brands would be fine with a promo code if it's pushing their AOV up, right? Exactly. Or we've run into this with other partners as well, where they're looking to drive new customers over some existing. So we'll ask them about maybe offering a new customer coupon code. So for anyone who's new to the site or the platform, um, to give them some kind of an incentive to make that first purchase. And then you know they have them as a repeat customer from there hopefully just based on the value alone. Um, but that also really helps. Uh, so looking at AOV, if you have specific marks you want to hit, offering some kind of coupon incentive for them to you know, spend an extra 5 or $10 definitely helps. So you mentioned cashback was something new that you guys were doing. Um, anything you want to talk about around that? I mean, how long has it been around? How's it going? I mean, um, What's yeah. kind of the, you know, what drove you guys to go down that route, I guess, would be the other thing. Yeah. So we've had cashback on as a part of Coupon Follow for a couple of years, but it was through a separate entity called Sently. So it was just through a toolbar or browser extension that we had. Um, and we, we definitely noticed that a lot of advertisers just don't like working in that specific way. So we wanted to make sure that we tied everything back to Coupon Follow. So this year we relaunched it under the coupon follow brand. So if a customer lands on coupon follow, they can get cash back, they can get coupons, they can look at all the tips and tricks for that brand. 
Um, everything's kind of in one place instead of spread out over another entity. So really our incentive for doing that was to be able to work with as many partners as we can. Um, our team uh, on on my side is really partnership driven. So if a advertiser comes to us and says, hey, we can't work with you because you're a coupon site, let's see what else we can do to make it easier for you guys to work with us to see the value. And then maybe you will want to work with a coupon site in the future because there is more value than you anticipated. Um, so as far as how it's been going, it's been really good for, for us and I would say for the consumer and for the advertisers who have taken part. We've had a lot of advertisers who can't offer you know huge discounts, like say they may have a 5% offer running kind of throughout the year and they don't really do anything beyond that. Um, those guys have been really excited by cashback because we can say, hey, you're going to get 10% cash back through coupon follow. I mean, that's a huge amount if you're spending just $100 even. Um, so that's really helped them say, here's a way for us to kind of break into that coupon space without actually offering any additional discounts. And it's really at no loss to the brand. It's, um, you know, partnership focused in that way where if we're doing well, they do well. If they are doing well, we do well. So we're all kind of on the same page there. Um, so it's been a really great experience. I think it's all about for us what makes the customer happy. And if the customer is happy with a 10%, you know, cash back option instead of a 10% coupon, then they're going to come back and purchase from us again and in turn purchase from that brand again. So again, if we do well, they do well. And that's kind of how we look at it as well. I think a lot of um, advertisers are kind of getting on board with that because they can offer these unique value adds to a consumer in that way. With the biggest shopping season of the year approaching, many brands may be wondering how to encourage consumers to hit buy while consumers are becoming more savvy with where they ultimately decide to spend their money. Considering the effects of the changes in the current economy, consumers are often looking for the best deal they can find regardless of their budgets. Partnering with coupon or cashback sites can be a great way to drive loyalty and bring value to the customer experience. Next, Tiara will dive into industry dynamics, including attribution, and consumer behavior around Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I think we're a unique company in that we're still very agile in what we can do with an advertiser. So we're not such a big company that we're stuck in our ways. So if there's something that, you know, brand A has seen working with this other coupon site or this other cashback site, we always ask, hey, what is that? What are they doing that we're not doing? Let's test it on our end and see how it how it works. And so we hope that the advertisers will kind of look at that as well and say, hey, let's test other things or let's try something different that maybe we haven't before. Maybe let's test a coupon site like Coupon Follow and see how it performs and if it meets our goals as a company. If it doesn't, really, there's no loss. Uh, if it does, then you've just gained a really valuable revenue source and partner. Yeah, and I think that's where transparency comes in, you know, being able to explain to you guys these are our kind of metrics that uh, that meet, mean success whether it's average order value whether it's um you know increase in sales um you know all these little metrics that matter to the brand helping you understand that you can fine tune the the promotion to to help ensure the success and you both have numbers to look at afterwards right to 
to jointly measure it. Yeah, we always tell advertisers who are a little concerned about working with us, just give us a try for 30 days. We can usually show you that it's going to be far meeting your expectations of what you thought you were going to get from quote unquote, just a coupon site. So doing that kind of a testing and looking at the numbers and being realistic about it is very important for us. And I think that's true with any partner when when a brand, you know, talks to a partner and they're willing to, you know, they want to make the test successful, right? They don't want to just get some money from you and then, oh, well, I won't do business with you again. That, that's not a very sustainable process. So the partners that are trying to, you know, work with you are, the, are really the partners you want the most. And and I've even seen where the metrics didn't really back out where the advertiser expected and they're still willing to engage because they understand that it's not it's not really any one person or side of the equation that's responsible for these numbers, but they're 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 able to optimize moving forward, you know, slowly but surely. And uh, and the fact that the, everybody's leaning in, you know, is I think a big a big plus. Yeah, once you have some data to back that up, you can make some really really meaningful decisions for your brand. So let's shift to what's keeping you up at night. <laughs> I think we've talked about it a little bit already, but just the value of a, a coupon and loyalty in the space um, and trying to make sure that brands kind of realize what that is or I guess how to explain to a brand why you should partner with a coupon site if you're very much against it or you don't have coupons, like you said, that's definitely what keeps us as a company, I think, up all the time as well. Yeah, the one thing I, I remind brands of when it comes to coupon and loyalty is, you know, part of it is they say, well, you know, I just coupon sites, I, you know, we don't want to be coupon driven or we find that, you know, they're just not driving value. And I'm like, you know, it's not the coupon site, it's your customer. <laughs> you know, you're telling them that, uh, or they know that coupons exist and they know that there's cash back because they're already a member. So they're looking for that. People are very promotion driven. I mean, even when they're just buying, you know, consumables, you know, you, you don't want to pay full price if you don't have to. So, you know, I think there always has to be this balance in do we want to meet our customers expectations, right? Like, cause especially if you're selling something that is commoditized, meaning you're not the only one that sells it. Uh, I'm maybe shopping around for the best price. And that's one of the reasons Coupon Follow exists, because I can look around at who who sells what I want and has the best the best price. I mean, a ten percent off coupon on a product that costs twenty percent more isn't a deal, you know, as well, right? So, you know, some some prices are higher with a discount doesn't doesn't back out. So I think consumers are pretty smart, and you know, it is a little bit of a balancing act as to you know. Where do we meet their needs and giving them some type of feeling like they got a deal, but yet it's not like our business model. Yeah. And there's a lot of sites that I think you kind of hit the nail on the head that think that by offering coupons, they're like cheapening their brand or making their brand seem less, you know, valuable, I guess, than it is. And it doesn't really make sense when you look at kind of the data of who is using coupons. It's not just people who can't afford the thing that you're offering, it's literally everybody. Even if you're making a million dollars, you're still going to look for a coupon. Um, that's just kind of consumer behavior right now, and it's only expected to grow. Um, so these consumers who are looking for uh, any kind of deal to make 
it seem like they are getting the best offer possible so that this purchase that they're uh, buying, that they can justify that and that they feel rewarded as a consumer from your site as opposed to somewhere else that they might go. So if I can get a pair of sneakers at Walmart and it's the same exact pair of sneakers that I could buy at Coach, but it's 50% different, I mean, I'm obviously going to go take the cheaper pair. There's really no uh, no contest there. So we we really try to show the brands that it's not going to cheapen your brand. It's really only going to be a value add for consumers and really to help consumers understand what makes your brand different, that you care about them as a consumer and you care about the fact that they're spending their hard-earned money in a, in a really hard time in the economy on your product and offering them even 5% off or $5 off. It helps. It helps a lot, especially right now. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point with the the recession and all the inflation. I mean, it's not just food and, and energy costs that have gone up now. Everything, all prices have gone up. So retailers have raised their prices already. And now you expect consumers not just to pay full, you know, retail, but a retail that's higher than it was, you know, months ago or a year ago. Even just giving them some nominal, you know, free shipping plus 5% off. You know, free shipping seems to be table stakes nowadays. Like I, I, I rarely, I mean, there's usually a threshold. A lot of companies, you know, it, shipping now is part of the business model. Yeah, absolutely. And we've noticed too that it, it, the other couple things that we try to point out um, when we talk about this kind of thing is we look to what happened to JCPenney. Uh, I don't know, it was maybe 10 years ago when they said, hey, we're not going to have coupons anymore. And they tanked. Um, and that was a different kind of way of, of looking at it where they said, we don't want to have these coupons. We think our brand is valuable without them. And consumers really just didn't buy it, that that was that that, that was the cheapest price they were going to get, um, even though it, it possibly was. So I think coupons really give the consumer some kind of like stamp of approval too that says, hey, this is the best deal I'm going to get on this. Um, and it really helps me make that final jump into purchasing that item from your specific shop as opposed to like a resale site, which is really popular right now, or any of your competition. Yeah, there's definitely a lot to think about around this. And, and you know, I think most of this, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not a fixed strategy that a brand has. Like, this is our strategy. It, it, it ebbs and flows, seasonality, even just um, having, you know, overstock and, and things that maybe they want to get rid of well, because, you know, when... They couldn't get inventory and now they overordered and they've got, they're sitting on inventory. I mean, there's, it, it's never, there's not a static kind of strategy here. It's, you've got to kind of go with the flow. Um, and I think that's maybe where you guys can say, look, here's what we're seeing, right? Here's the trend we're seeing in discounting, free shipping thresholds, other, you know, mechanisms there's, there, you know, because we work with a thousand other retailers, right? So we know trends like the, that seem to be happening now and, and what it was a year ago or even a month ago. And I think that helps brands kind of feel like, okay, we're, we're in the ballpark of what, a, what customers are getting from other, other companies, right? And that, that to me is what is hard to know when you're just a brand by yourself, right? It's partners like you that can help it. We try to give some insight into that. If so, if you're a brand and you're in, you know, shoes, we'll try to say, hey, you know, these five 
our top five competitors for, you know, Nike are doing this, this, and this, then you're not doing that. So you should be doing that. So we try to give those kinds of insights too. We're really a data-driven company for the partnerships. So if we see something is not working, let's find out why it's not working for you guys, or if that's a an industry industry trend, like you said, or if that's something uh, that's kind of beyond that, uh, or maybe just a consumer behavior trend, or if it's something specific to coupon follow that happens too. Let's you know address it and fix it and see what we can do to kind of bring it around to the other end. All right. Well, as we wrap things up, I wanted to see if you had any other industry dynamics that have your attention right now. Yeah, I think um, attribution is always something that, you know, we kind of have our eye on as uh, as coupon sites are generally kind of lower in the funnel. So we're always looking for ways to be higher in the funnel um, or just to kind of increase our, our visibility in that way or to show why uh, even people who are late in the funnel are still valuable to the funnel. So I think that's probably the biggest industry trend that we kind of always have our eye on and just trying to see either how we can increase our share in that or how we can show the value of even that late in the funnel purchase. Yeah, I think that 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 the common concern slash discussion point um, for everyone in this industry is, you know, where do these partners come into play in the funnel? And I think the hardest thing is to measure is what didn't happen, right? <laughs> you can't measure sales that didn't happen or, you know, how many sales would I would I have still gotten if you weren't there with a coupon? And and so that's always kind of the, the the struggle there. You can see what's happening, but you can't see what what didn't happen. Um, and and that I think is is the hardest part to to figure out. But I mean, you guys do email, so you get those deal awareness out before they're actually shopping on site. Um, and and that I think that always is a big um, you know promotional vehicle to keep customers aware, especially going into Q4, because I don't know if you're seeing this, but we've been seeing like this Black Friday and Cyber Monday getting pushed out more and more, you know, day a day or two every year to where it's because, hey, if I've got a budget of $500 for Christmas or the holidays, um, whoever gets that money first, right? If you'd give me a promotion on Cyber Monday and I've already spent my budget, it's a great deal, but I can't take advantage of it. So I think that's something else to consider is just um, <clears throat> how far out these promotions are getting into the the heads of the consumer that they need to pull the trigger. Yeah. And as I said previously, consumers are really savvy. So if you're if I'm a fan of your product and I'm looking at, you know, your site every day or every week or whatever it is, I kind of know what you guys normally offer. So if I see you're offering 50% off of something, but it's in October and it's not Black Friday, I'm still going to purchase it if it's a good deal. Um, I'm not going to wait until a specific day of the year just because I think I may be able to save maybe 1% more or something like that. Um, So consumers, I think, are really kind of tracking those prices too so that they make sure that they know that they're getting the best deal. And if they see something that looks like a better deal than they think they're ever going to get again, they're definitely going to purchase. And I think we're seeing that with like these Amazon Prime days that they're running now, kind of like a pre-Black Friday thing. A lot of retailers did uh, competitor offers to try to compete with them. 
And, you know, they're doing really good because of that, because these are really, really good deals that are valuable to a consumer, even if it's not on a specific holiday like Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Yeah, I think there's certainly people that are making, obviously, personal purchase decisions. But even at this point in the game, they're making, uh, you know, holiday purchases, gift purchases this time of the year if the deal is that good. And I think that's what Amazon is doing right now. They got me. I was trying, I had some Bose headphones that I use when I I saw that deal yesterday. (laughs) I know, I could not believe it was $100 cheaper than from Bose Direct. And the best deal I could find was Bose was going to give me $20 off. That was a really good one. I That caught my eye too. That product was shipping to me. And then I saw the email yesterday and I bought it because the other one has free returns as well. So, (laughs) you know. Bose still sold the product, but I mean, I was shocked. It was, it's a hundred dollars off. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's what I've, I've never seen saying that about price before. Like you're very savvy. You, you know, this brand of headphones, you know, which one you want. I use the same brand of headphones cause I love it. Um, so when I saw that deal, I was kind of mad that I already have one that works and I don't really need another one, but <laughs> it was just such a good deal. It was hard to pass that kind of a thing up. Exactly. I mean, they, they got, they got a chunk of my wallet. <laughs> but somebody you else probably- is not going to get. You got probably the best deal you're going to find on that specific item. Even if uh, Bose offers $100 off for Black Friday, you still got that same deal, you know, a month early. So, Right. And I'm leaving on Saturday. So I, I took it <laughs> to our London office. So that's why I needed them sooner. Right? Uh, yes, I was going to yeah. wait. So perfect timing. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, I just want to say, uh, Tiara, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your thoughts. And uh and uh, letting us learn more about Coupon Follow. And uh, if anybody's interested in um, learning more or reaching out and having some conversations, what's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, they can reach me at Tiara, T-I-A-R-A, at couponfollow.com. Uh, that's probably the easiest, or you can find me on LinkedIn as well and just uh, ping me with a message. And, you know, as I said, we're very partnership focused. So if there's a specific goal you have in mind, a specific budget, a specific CPA, um, let us know. And, you know, we always tailor the proposals to meet your specific brand. So yeah, just reach out to me and we'll do what we can. Awesome. Thanks again. Yeah. Thank you so much. Q4 is an important time, not just for brands, but also for sites like Coupon Follow. Coupon Follow has been hard at work year round sourcing and testing different codes and deals preparing for the biggest shopping season of the year. While some brands may shy away from Coupon, there are numerous ways Coupon Follow can help brands take care of their customers by offering cash back, progressive discounts that increase AOV, and of course, free shipping offers in order to provide the best shopping experience for consumers. Couponing is a great way for retailers to take care of its customers and its business. There are plenty of ways to get involved and Tierra's team is great testing and working with partners to find the best way to promote deals and get them in front of target audiences without minimizing the face value of the brand. It was a pleasure having Tierra on the show. Thanks for listening and I look forward to next time. Thanks for listening to The Partnership Economy brought to you by Impact.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show and rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. 